man is like titanium and ultim like the the current trend and i guess so because i i carry titanium myself and i do enjoy it looks like they're collecting some pretty high-end aftermarket stuff as and well drives a jaguar yeah. Well, we got the classic, wait, do you actually carry all this? Just somebody questioning, like... And they said, honestly, no, I carry much more. Damn. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Carried Away, the weekly podcast where we nerd out about all things EDC gear and try to teach you a thing or two while we're at it. I'm Bernard, the founder of EverydayCarry.com, and I'm joined by our editor, Mikey. What is up? Today, we'll be doing a little less yapping about ourselves and do another round of community EDC submissions. So we looked through our different communities on Facebook, Reddit, and Discord for some banger setups to show you guys today. And if you're listening to this episode on a podcast app, I do recommend you check out the YouTube version just so you can better visualize these pocket dumps we're going to go over. Um, also, if you want your submissions featured in the next roundup, Feel free to participate in our online groups that I mentioned. We'll link to our private Facebook group, our subreddit, and our Discord server. All of that will be linked in the description below. And if you just want to submit your EDC and like not participate with other people, that's fine too. You can upload it to a forum and we'll have that linked in the description and show notes as well. How do you feel about it, Mikey? I think... It's been a while since we did this, and I'm excited to show off some new stuff because, man, these are some nice stuff we got today, I think. Yeah, it's been about a month, so I'm trying to make this a monthly thing. I think people enjoy it, um, and it's just cool to uh, see what everyone else is carrying these days. But before we jump into it, I have a couple of questions for you, Mikey. Hmm, let's do it. This is a series of questions our audience can follow along with, too. Okay. So the first one. What EDC gear are you currently enjoying? Um, the most recent change that I've made is switching to a smaller sling. Because I realize that it's some days it's just hot out and the even like even just like a heavier strap on a bigger sling is causing me to sweat. And then I end up just leaving the bag at home and just taking my wallet with me, mm. which is kind of like super suboptimal for me. And I just I, I kind of like am anxious when I'm in public because I don't have any tools or flashlights. So switching to a smaller, more low profile and lighter sling in general is what I have done lately. But as far as the individual tools, it's more of the same. So it's it's that sling in particular that you're enjoying and just the smaller, more comfortable yes. carrying experience. Just a lighter what what sling yeah, what sling is that in particular? Um it's a custom small messenger bag by a company called Wizardworks out of London. It's a small company. I really love these smaller bag companies. That I like, mm -hmm. and I like like showing off when and helping them grow and sh sharing them with our audience. It's called the Munin cool. Messenger. Munin. Here I go again with pronunciation. Anybody who knows Norse <laughs> mythology, you can correct me. Um, it's the Munin mes okay. Mini Messenger in a custom VX twenty one X pack, which is really sleek. Cool. And that's by who you said? Wizardworks. Wizardworks. Yeah, and then the founder's right. the founder's name is Harry, which I think is a really like, uh, <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. And I really like that touch. That's a cool, pretty. I sweet. get it. I get it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was the first question. What are you enjoying? I could ask like, why do you enjoy it? But I think we kind of get the idea. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to bring up this idea of things that you own already that you're enjoying. 
Then the next question, what EDC gear do you want next? Oh, straight from your SHOT Show coverage, two things are immediately on my wish list and ex- immediately mm-hmm. to buy list. The EXO utility knife, number one, for sure. Oh, and number the Riot, two, yes. The Riot, the Riot. Uh-huh. And the number two last, is... Okay, ben- so qu- just a quick aside, I'm going to interrupt you, but last episode, neither of us knew how to pronounce it. <laughs> I thought it was Riate and you thought it was Reet. Reet. It turns yeah. out it's Riot. Um, I think I've I've checked f- like four different types of pronunciations and we're just going to go with Riot, okay? Riot. So the Riot EXO yes. utility, yeah, right? I'm really excited about that. And number two is the trainer Balasong butterfly knife from Benchmade because I just, I, it needs to be, there, I have a slot ready for it in my like display uh, case. There, It is waiting for it to come out. So that's okay. that's number two. Yeah. Cool. So if you guys don't know what that is, that's two episodes ago, my SHOT Show coverage and you could probably check our short form stuff. So YouTube shorts, TikTok, I did videos on those as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So you want those two things. Yes. And now that I've primed you with the first question about what you're currently enjoying, mm-hmm. how does that affect how much you want this new gear? I'll, I'll be honest. I don't need it. It's more of stuff that um, I'm looking for an excuse to buy it, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. Okay. But, but and that's just... what we like to do around here. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just that for those two specifically, I have different versions of the both of them, but they're kind of like mentally I'm completing a set or the the Riot um, utility blade in particular. I'm I'm really fascinated by the gravity, the gravity knife functionality of it. And I don't mm-hmm. want to buy like the actual live blade and they don't make like a trainer of it. So this is like the perfect True. middle balance for it. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that mechanism. I really like like really cool knife mechanism so i really want to check it out so i appreciate that it's coming from a place of like curiosity you want to Mm. explore some like new deployment mechanism um just like a a new kind of design for you so the reason i asked is because i have just been wearing uh a watch that i bought a while ago um Mm. so this is i'm wearing a solid steel g-shock square um the gold one it's like gold tone wow strong Um, strong pick (laughs) yeah so normally i'm wearing like the daintiest dress watch with like crazy specs that you don't really care about um but this is still like a good watch this is like 600 dollars msrp um casio like gmw that's like five steps baller from the regular g-shock and just one step just below like the ultra extreme titanium two thousand dollar version (laughs) g-shocks yes well okay so so that's kind of where i'm going i'm really enjoying this to the point that i have a watch collection um, of a bunch of different watches at even higher price points more luxury watches Mm. but for some reason these days i've just been reaching for this so i'm really enjoying this Mm. um and you would think if my brain were not broken that (laughs) then that's great i would just like keep wearing this and i am and that's fine but then the worms inside my brain are thinking, <laughs> but what if you got one that was five times the price, six times the price, and what does that get you? And I'm very curious about that too. So I've been wanting and thinking about buying the Casio MRG Square, mm. which is like their top of the line yeah. G-Shock Square that's made of titanium, a completely redone construction uh, yeah. method with like 
discrete individual pieces, highest level of like black mirror polish finishing, mm. um, and like three different types of titanium alloys that are purpose specific for each part of the watch. So it's going to differ on the bezel versus the case versus the bracelet, all mm. different types of high grade titanium alloys. And, but inside functionally inside it's essentially the same module. So it's like functionally it's the same, except the solder is like gold instead of just like normal solder. <laughs> it's like, I can't see it and it doesn't make much of a difference to me. And it retails for around $3,500. And, wow. you know, this one, and this, the one that I'm wearing now, I said it retails is like 600, but I got it on sale uh, during like a Black Friday, like streetwear store, sneaker store mm. for like 300, um, something like that. It was like kind of uh, easy impulse buy for me. And I was like, eh, it's too big. You know, whatever, it doesn't really fit me perfectly. And it doesn't really check off the boxes and it's not the style that I would normally dress anyway. Mm. But here I am enjoying it, and then now I want like the the end game version of it. And I just think I I tried to have this experience of like, oh, why do I like it so much? So that I can appreciate it more, and then maybe that will lessen the wanting of this other thing. Mm. But I don't know if that works. So I'm I was curious to see how you responded to that, and then I'm curious for our audience, like if that is a framework that might affect how they're thinking about their next EDC purchase. So I have two comments, which is probably not going to help you from preventing yourself from buying this because I kind of led you down this path when you were thinking about getting like the expensive audio stuff. So number one, mm. G-Shock doesn't, or Casio doesn't make these G-Shocks. I mean, these watches are not made in any other way compared to any other automatic or luxury watch that you own. They're like, it's completely G-Shock's thing. It's completely Casio's thing. And I think mm -hmm. that's worth celebrating and exploring if you can afford it number one and number two dang this is going to be the last g-shock you'll ever need to buy but you'll also be able to now compare everything from this metric right like now that you've experienced what it's like to own and see and appreciate like the very very top end you have a point of reference of how does everything else compare like not even like just straight up comparison of price like construction wearability dimensions weight and then it's like ah. you're able to explore and compare now to what is basically the pinnacle of of casio's lineup for for like the g-shock form factor but now you, you have like a reference point like it's you can compare a daily driver car like your regular old toyota versus lamborghini there's still something to appreciate between the two of those you wouldn't take a lamborghini for your day-to-day -day, like commute but you would still be able to appreciate like the sheer ridiculousness of like the design and the and the right. driving experience and all of that. So I think it's worth some worth something there. And thirty five hundred is like yikes, like really at that price level. But if you compare it to like a ten thousand dollar Rolex, it's technically a steal. <laughs> wow, that is some mental gymnastics there I know. from Nike. So um, everyone, yeah. round of applause for that. So what I'm hearing though, what I'm hearing though, is it would be a, uh, a disservice to the community to not mm. buy one because I wouldn't have a higher level of understanding and expertise of EDC watches when I'm here, you know, trying to make content to better serve the community. So and the more I know, the more informed and authoritative my opinions can be. 
and the more useful my perspective can be to the people watching my content, right? Yes, so yes, really, yes. it's this would just be a sacrifice for of myself for you guys then. Mm. And when I go to Japan in March, like I've been talking about, then I can get one yeah. because the yen is so so weak. And you buy it from the source. So it's like there's a story behind it now. You bought like the ultimate Japanese digital watch from the homeland. And it's a story in itself that you can take home. It's your souvenir. It's your number one souvenir, right? You can walk into the store. You can walk into the best Casio in town okay. in Ginza, okay. I, get the royal yes. treatment, and walk out with the best, their best thing in, in display. And they're just bowing to you, thanking you for picking it up, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, thank you for spending five minutes uh, talking about my brain worms here. I'm gonna, we're gonna pause that thought, and we'll see what happens in a couple of months. Uh, but we should move on to other people's cool titanium gear. And uh, yeah, I'm. If you guys do this thought experiment, um, please leave a comment. Like how, like answering those questions. Um, what are you enjoying these days? What are you looking forward to next? And then, does thinking more about what you currently enjoy help lessen the want for that next shiny, latest and greatest thing? Um, so that's something to leave you guys with. And do you have a friend that is just absolutely no help at all in for you? Oh, yeah. Like... Complete enabler. Just <laughs> toxic in that way. Um, that's what Mikey is. Toxic and, positive. And uh, there you go. You just cannot avoid that. So let's jump into some of these submissions. Okay. So we're going to start with this first submission. Before I start, again, Mikey, I'm curious. How were these selected? Are these like data-driven, most engaged? I think that's what they are yes they are um so i took a look at the analytics of our um, facebook group and i took a look at the posts that are recent and also had the most engagement so this was like from february 1st and yeah i took a look at just put oh, together yeah. a, a short list of like the, the bangers like you said at the start definite banger this is just yeah. in the last week so this one is from roberto tabaldi and they say Hello, all the EDC fans. This is my first time that I added a picture from my small EDC collection. Hope you enjoy. Greetings from Luxembourg. Shoutouts to Luxembourg. So th there's a lot going on in this mm. picture, and I'm going to try to briefly explain for the audio listeners, but it is a small alpaca hub pouch. So it's like a small zip pouch, but laid out are a bunch of little tools. We got wrenches. We got Knipex pliers. Um, we got bit drivers, we got small multi-tools, we got a keychain, like uh, Allen key tool. Uh, is, is this some kind of Swiss army knife that I'm not even sure? Leatherman bit kit, um, and just a bunch of other little gadgets here. Um, There's even like sneaker wipes. This guy's a sneaker head. Sneaker for... <laughs> yeah, I see those. You got like three different wrenches and a socket wrench and three sets of bit kits. I don't, okay, I'm, I don't think all of this will fit in the alpaca hub pouch, including the I SOG multi-tool and the yeah, phone. Yeah, so I have, the, I have the alpaca hub pouch and I have the Knipex pliers. Um, and this is already a substantial addition to that pouch. So a couple of things might be going on here. This is not not implying that all of it goes into the pouch and neatly fits because I highly doubt that that's the case or <laughs> throws as much of, of the stuff he can into the pouch. And it's all just like scratching 
everything else. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what might be happening. So what's your favorite part about this carry in addition to like the sheer redundancies going on in this in this thing? I'm a little bit of a weirdo, but it's got to be the tiny cell phone. I knew it. Dude, this cell phone is smaller than the Knipex pliers. It is Dude, this thing is really small. It is I know, like right? what, the size of like five Countycom peanut lighters like laid it's down. like two split rings beside each other. Look at that. Look. Yeah. <laughs> so it's smaller two... than the Leatherman bit kit. I know. Like just half of one. Yeah. So, so the two this things... must be one inch wide by one and a half inch because I think it, it would just fit in like uh, the elastic looping here. And you can um, see people asking about it in the comments. Also. Yeah, yeah. The comments <laughs> are like, I have to ask about the tiny cell phone. Um, so, so, oh, wow. Look at this picture of it. It's so small. <laughs> it is so small. Um, that's tight, but probably not for people who aren't the most manually dexterous and don't have the best eyesight. And I bet you a phone like this, this is like the digital minimalism tech nerd in me, but like I bet you a phone like this would not work in the States, but it mm. works fine in Europe. Yeah, just, just like so a pure unlocked open line phone, like a literal yeah. tiny burner phone. Yeah, so that Yeah, what do you like? Uh, oh, there's a couple of things I like here. Number one, is that a titanium padlock? I've never seen a titanium padlock before. That yeah, is really tight why does it say titanium? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> maybe <it's> just, <laughs> probably not. That would have yeah, been some really, mystery metal. Yeah. That would have been really cool. So that's that's one thing that caught my eye. The number the other thing is the small measuring tape, which is beside the folded up um multi-cable thing um i was just talking with a this friend of tech mine accessories yeah the tech accessories mini titanium measuring tape i was just talking with a friend recently about talking about there's so many useful things for measuring stuff like it came in useful for me when i was moving because i had to measure furniture and stuff like that so mm. i was carrying around this really bulky hardware store um measuring tape but like if you edc Fi your measuring tape. It's going to look like a smaller one that's titanium and more premium and more minimal. So I think that's a really that's a really cool addition. I have a little tip uh, because I don't carry a measuring tape, but I used to carry in my wallet a long time ago. I'm talking like like Tumblr days, like over ten years ago. Hmm. When so I don't know if this is still the case, but if you go to IKEA, they have these like it's like measuring tape, but it's just a, a piece of paper that's printed out, and hmm. you can just take them as you're walking around. They have pencils and whatever, um, but if you take that measuring tape, you can just like fold it in on itself and roll yeah. it up, and then it it just becomes this little wad, and you could stick that in your wallet. That's what I was using back in the day. I have a regular like Taylor's um, the the soft tape. I don't I have I don't have one. In in a in a in a um, like the metal hardware hardware store one, the, the, hmm. that's that's like the rigid one that's that extends. I have like a, a tape measure. Tape measure. You're talking exactly. about yeah. So measuring yeah, yeah. tape is wow. like for clothing and body <laughs> Super, measurements, and then tape measure. Yeah, it's yeah. like more like the hardware. Super brain fart, but yeah, I use it for just day to day measurements, clothing measurements. If I'm buying clothes online, because yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, nice mix of like different materials and just like different functionalities. This is definitely more of like a tool guy kind of thing because um, their flashlight is just this small, probably a Rovi Vaughn. Mm. And then their knife is like this small micro flipper. I think this is a Wesson micro 
I also wanted to point out that his one color accent, which is this fire red, is also the same accent mm. in the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, which is also a custom. Notice that it has the Spyderco-like blade. And that, oh, um, yeah. that pull-out tool that's right below it, I believe, is a fire starter. The one with the green um, tip to it. So this uh, is a custom... Yeah, like a ferro rod kind of yeah. thing. So not only is this a custom layered Swiss Army knife, it also has a custom interior and it has custom mm -hmm. like tools to it. So yeah, really cool. I have a titanium scale from Prometheus Design Works that I haven't gotten around to. And I keep talking about how my personal EDC keychain is like too much. And I need to like revamp that. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to see me struggle and like try to do that, uh, try my hand at modding one of those. Um, let me know. So this is a great submission. Thank you, Roberto. We're going to move on to the next one. And this is from Fabio Nini. Mm. Uh, end of January, they said Wednesday at work and syringe emoji. So they could be like a nurse or anesthesiologist or something. Mm. Um, but what do we have here? Fozzy was up. <laughs> yeah, we got Fozzy Bear Pez Dispenser. Um, does he say Waka Waka? Is that him? I think so. I think that is Fuzzy okay. Bear. That's right. So right. immediately, what, what grabs you from this one? Um, I see a mix of Ultim and Titanium. So I'm yes. thinking like, this is probably, or this doesn't surprise me that this is popular because those two materials are pretty trendy. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, I, I can appreciate this. I think this is cool. I like that it has a character, color, um, a, a blend of utility. So there's, there's like, it's on an iPad, but then mm. you have this like robust keychain setup with, I'm assuming this is like an AirTag that's custom, customized to say EDC on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also have like your, your more physical tools, but you also have some flash storage writing utensils so it's pretty well-rounded in somebody that probably works in both the digital space and you know the physical world right mm -hmm. um, so i think that's pretty cool i one thing and this is not a knock to fabio here um but i'm thinking that like man is like titanium and ultim really like the the current trend and i guess so because i i carry titanium myself and i do enjoy it um but I'm noticing that since like the last post, there was also a lot of titanium in that too. So I'm just kind of like, oh, there's a lot of titanium. I think, I, just a personal theory, I think Ultem being yellow-orange-ish goes with a lot of like the EDC meta where it's the high-vis interior for a lot of bags. And oh, also it's, a, yeah. it's also the de facto like hunting color. So there's a lot of crossover between like the EDC space and like the hunting space and the enthusiast space where orange is always like the, the I wish it was more vault green myself, but or like hyper lime mm. green, but orange. Yeah, it, it is the big thing. Well, you can be the change you want to see in the world and submit your own carry and maybe I will feature it, Mikey. <laughs> oh, I, one thing. So I, I want to point out three things in this, in this one that I like. Sure. Number one, that mech army carabiner with the like the super bulky carabiner. I believe that's a flashlight. Oh, at, here, yeah. yeah. Um, I believe that's a flashlight at the end of it. At the um, on this the, side, right? Yeah, uh, b right below where the you cable, think this? Yeah, I, I believe that's the that's oh the interesting. Flashlight. Oh yeah, that would make sense. So yeah. there's a carabiner here, and then at the bottom of the gate 
is like this place where you can attach split rings and then there's a pry bar slash probably a driver, like a flathead driver here as well. Mm. And then it would make sense to have an emitter on that end so you can see what you're prying at. Exactly. And then I'm assuming that this knurling area here probably has a an electronic switch, mm -hmm. right? Electronic side switch. And then this uh, looks charging to port. be a dust cover for a charging port. Yeah. So really interesting. That's yeah, we don't see too many like flashlights that are multi-tool carabiners, huh? And also just by pure coincidence, he has the same, I believe that's an in-charge nano multi-plug thing that's also on the keychain. Oh yeah, yeah this folded really, up one. Yeah, really useful way to like unify your devices if everything's not on USB-C and stuff. And the last thing I wanted to point out that I'm really curious about, I've never seen that kind of Sharpie before. What is that? This one? Yeah, I haven't seen this this type before. It says bullet tip. What is a bullet tip Sharpie? I'm sorry, I'm totally, I'm, I'm just used to the regular Sharpie. I've never yeah. seen one with a tip like that. It's probably just not as fine of a point, um, mm. but I'm not sure specifically what you would use that for. Um, yeah. My mind goes to like graffiti, but... <laughs> I don't think that's what's going on here. Um, also, really nice portable SSD. I didn't realize that two terabytes was that tiny now. That's really cool. Yeah. And it looks cool. It like, has a keychain attachment and everything. Um, yep. And then, so wait, there's, there's oh, this and... bit kit here, but I don't see a bit driver. Do you? Oh, this. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that looks like a Countycom bit driver as well because it has a Titanium. cage. It has a cage yeah, okay. code on it. Oh, and also another completely yeah. by chance, an another appearance of the Knipex player. So, yeah. So this yeah. is kind of just popular. Mm. Um, and we have this Vero Engineering pry bar, which is Very also cool. kind of cool. Um, so lots of prying options here and bit options, stuff like that. Um, In addition to the Swiss Army knife, the mega Swiss Army knife over just chilling over there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was going to say it seems like oh, you know, blades are not a big priority in this EDC. Um I wonder where they're from, but Fabio is okay. a consistently good submitter. He has a lot of interesting stuff and he mm. he likes to take like good compositions. He's always getting featured and getting a lot of likes in the group. So shout out to Fabio. Yeah, thank you Fabio. So on to the next one. Mm. This is from Drew Sharam. Work carry in the snow. What's in your pockets? <laughs> and, wait, this is funny. Mike says, my hands, because it's cold. This was from three weeks ago. Like, uh, smart. Dead of winter. But yeah, this is kind of a fire EDC. So we're looking at a very minimal one. This is fitting in somebody's hand. Yeah, Drew's hand. So this is like a hand dump. We have uh, an ESCE fixed blade, um, EC3, the smaller one. We don't see the sheath, um, mm -hmm. but I assume like they have a cool sheath. And then we have, uh, what is this? Like some kind of canvas pocket slip. Yeah, pocket caddy with your classic field notes in the back, a bolt action pen. I'm assuming these are more Knipex pliers. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm assuming this last slot is where the Olight Arkfeld uh, fits into. So you have that candy bar form factor flashlight that slips into that. Um, gear caddy a little bit and then classic leatherman classic. wave you don't see okay you don't see number one fixed blades getting carried on the regular 
And number two, mm. the ESEE three is is a classic. That thing takes me back like to the start of EDC. Like that is yeah. the starter, or not not even starter, like the the compact camp knife that's like in the perfect shape, in the perfect size. It's also very affordable. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you're looking for affordable fixed blades and need a place to look or where to start. Check out all of the ESE. There's a bunch of them. The Izula is a good one. Um, I I fondly remember the Izula. Uh, I would see a lot of pocket dumps back in the day with the Izula. And it would be... I believe the Izula is the one that's kind of skeletonized, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. have the traditional um, like handle to it. Yeah. Just so it's a little bit more weight savings. And then mm-hmm. people would do their own paracord wrap yeah uh with their favorite paracord yeah so then it's like you know perfect survival knife it's like reliable and not too expensive and then you get a way to carry paracord which is like a useful outdoor um Mm -hmm. essential to have with you um yeah paracord stuff was like pretty popular back in the day uh it doesn't seem to be as popular now but maybe people don't have as much time to like learn that little craft. Or they're just wearing paracord bracelets. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Just but then, that but then you, you would you would have to buy paracord and then make your own. That's how it used to be. But now you can just get them on yeah. Amazon. They're already true. made. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, if you want to learn, I don't know if they're still around, but there was this great blog on Blogspot. Uh, I know Storm who you're talking Drain. about. Yeah. Storm yes. D-R-A-N-E. Shout out to the Storm Drain, one of the Dang. OG EDC the, he was content. The, he was the former military and decided to teach the all of the knots and the paracord yeah. stuff, right? I remember, man, yeah, Storm Drain. I definitely Drain. looked up stuff on Storm Drain's blog. Um, cool. And we got some, let's just really quickly before we jump in, we're just going to appreciate everybody else's uh, responses to this call to action. So this was a blacked out three-piece kit from Mark. And then from Datran, he's got a similar uh, setup with the Olight. Yep. And it's some good wear on this one. Yeah, I was just about well to point used. out that yeah. everything we've looked at so far, a lot of them have like really nice wear and tear. And that's like that's really nice to see. Oh, EDC 33. Yeah. The, the yep. SHOT Show awardee, award <laughs> winning. Runner up. <laughs> EDC, uh, the EDC 35 got it. But uh, yeah, and then we have another um, slip pouch kind of. Actually, almost all of these have like that pocket caddy thing. So if you guys are interested in a grab and go kind of solution to consolidate your carry and you you aren't super valuing, uh, what's it called? Quick access or like dedicated space for each thing. You just want to grab everything and pull it out as you need it. Then look into products like these. I believe that's a Viperade. um, Yeah, the last the last one. Uh, no, this is the main one from. Oh, from even this David. one. Oh, yeah. because it then has both those, of them are. It has those hooks this on the is top. Drew's, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe that's a Viper cool. signature. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, we'll try. We'll we'll see if we can fit a bunch of these products in the show notes. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so let's move on to what we've seen submitted on Reddit. Mm-hmm. This is from T Bone G Thang. <laughs> incredible uh, the <laughs> basics of an organic produce farmer damn this is recent i believe this was like what yesterday four days ago okay yeah this is a great carry here continuing the trend of talking about well used wow this is yeah this is beat sweet. up yeah and immediately the thing that stands out that stands out to me he has a leather slip on the flashlight 
Is that a, like a custom leather handle on it? Uh it Right? I don't know if it's I don't know if it's leather or if it's just some kind of like bandage heavy duty tape? No, no, no. It's like some kind of tape. Could or maybe you... Yeah, I don't know, but it is on the just the barrel like grip section. He looks like yeah. he grips his stuff really well cuz look at the handle on that bench made. Dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is Wow, that is yeah, that is impressive. Yeah, that is really impressive. So, so these are upgraded scales made by AWT, um, but he says they're kind of pricey but totally worth it. They changed the bug out from feeling cheap to a real tool. So that's a an interesting aspect to this carry, where you know some people the bug out is already a popular knife. Um, you know, price aside, like. The price has gone up over the years, and people feel that Benchmade, particularly the bug out with its uh, really lightweight handles, kind of cheapens the in-hand experience. Mm-hmm. So because it's so popular, and that was a common complaint of the bug out, there are lots of aftermarket retrofit you know, products available to upgrade the scales to something that sacrifices that ultralight weight for something that is more durable and robust that's, you know, weighs more. But that's what people are looking for in their in-hand experience. And this is a great example of just, like, really leaning into that. You have, like, so much texture and intrigue in this with this patina. There's just, like, paint and scratches, but it looks almost intentional. It looks really sick, honestly. Or he, like, I'm I'm just going to go with a theory here. He may be a skateboarder also because he has a keep-on-shredding sticker could be a skateboard reference and he took a wipeout and then that just that's just gravel gravel damage right on the knife okay yeah could be i'm inventing my own lore yeah yeah um (laughs) but yeah so so there's a a leatherman um i think a wave right yeah a lot of Uh, synergy between our submissions yeah but then um they got a custom kydex sheath so it's Mm. just uh, a little bit more easier access and some protection uh, easier to carry this on your belt instead of just like bury it in your pocket or have to, you know, pull it out from pocket clip. So, and this is just a holy trinity, right? Mm. It's the light slice and multi tool. Actually, how many holy trinities are there? Because to me, this is like a trinity, uh, one of those trinities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I might not you, be you. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just a, a, a balanced functional carry that's well used. Um, and it makes sense if you're an organic produce farmer. How do you feel about sheaths and holsters and um, holders for your tools like that? Like, would you carry one for like the arc, I for don't. example? You don't. I don't. I, I don't. I've never used the the sheaths for stuff, mm-hmm. and I really value um, just in pocket portability. Um, I think it's because I'm the type of user that one likes to keep things more low prof more low profile and concealed mm-hmm. um and that's just maybe an aesthetic thing more than anything i just don't want it to like look like i have all that stuff out and then also i don't think i use my my stuff so often like so many like high frequency per day that i'm going to want quick access to be prioritized on the sheath the only reason I'm using a holster right now, the one that came with the Leatherman Arc, is just because there's a place for you to put the bit kit on it. That's the only reason mm. I'm carrying that as a set right now. 
Yeah. So it sucks if I lose it, but yeah, that it's made it convenient to have those bits handy. There is a lot to say for a three-piece uh, EDC <laughs> here. So thank you to T-Bone G Thang. Shout out. Check out the next one. <laughs> so this one is called The Usual Suspects by Repent Fam. Yeah, you should. And uh, click into this. So this is definitely like a minimalist enthusiast titanium ultimate enjoyer and looks like they're collecting some pretty high-end aftermarket stuff as and well drives a jaguar <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what stands out to you about this mikey the that is a Raylite pineapple titanium with a Sega Ha pattern, just to completely mm -hmm. nerd out about it. One of the best compact flashlights that are that it's kind of like enthusiast level. I, I believe this pattern with the Sega Ha Japanese pattern is a limited yeah, this edition. Is the Sega here. Yeah. yeah, but that light in itself, if you can grab it, I believe there's some in stock with like the regular finishes. That is a really, really good flashlight. And it's one of the few ones in that um using that i believe that's a triple a form factor if i'm not mistaken but i really like that and there's just a lot of patterns going on with this the sega ha goes with the patterns of his custom yep. pry tools on the keychain and also oh interesting yeah yeah the, it, it has those concentric circle pattern and also which kind of goes with the hand gray um split ring that he's using to hold I, everything together i'm not even sure that this is hand gray because it looks different from mine this one looks uh like more organic in the curvature here like oh, this yeah, has a right. fully you're right the you're inners right. the inner circle is fully circular but then it does have like oh. this kind of rounded corner kind of look to it but functionally it will have that lateral split to mm. it that the 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 my keychain, the hand gray Knox, um, was kind of known for. So that will help with ease of putting on these different modular pieces of gear here. Also, look at those buckles on the pry bar and the Jaguar key fob. Look at that. Let's just like... Yeah, just interesting shackle hardware here. Yeah, just to continue the, the pattern of like the octagon of the, of the split ring, and you have these angles. This is like mm -hmm. surprisingly well thought out in, in the little details. And yeah, it, th this is probably a design nerd or something, or at least they nerd out about design because that's what this thing is making us do yeah, right now. Right. And there's and then, there's more texture here, by the way, yeah. on these uh, this paramilitary three or sorry, not paramilitary three. It's just Parker. the para three. There's yeah. no military in there, just um, so nobody else makes such an embarrassing, inexcusable mistake. <laughs> And more more hack more geometric hexagon pattern on that clip, yeah. with a repeating pattern which kind of synergizes with a repeating skull pattern on the custom scales, and then there's yep. more texture in the backspacer which is I believe is a custom also. Lots of going. Oh, lots I didn't of, even catch that. Yeah, a lot of things going on with this. This is really really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like so you this said, is really cool. Super enthusiast level design nerd, specifically designed to catch us with titanium and ultim again. <laughs> yeah and then let's let's uh check the op so thank you repent fam for actually listing out your stuff i don't have that as a rule in the subreddit but it, it is helpful so we got the i'm gonna really? guess this is plague plague, plague yeah, pm3 plague. with rgt clip you got the ngmco f key and rth fob the ray mm. the ray light mini pineapple 
what a humble submitter here. They don't even like flex the uh the Sega Ha limited edition yeah. patterning, right? Um, and then the big eye design bit bar two, and we didn't talk about that, but that is um this right here. So this is like a minimalist bit driver, I believe, yeah. made of titanium. Yeah, what more is there to say? It's a sick carry. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Is there anything you feel like is maybe missing since it's such a minimalist one? Well, he's got the trinity from carrying over from the last one where there's a multi-tool mm. in the form of bits. You have a flashlight. You have three different pry bars, including the Ultim one. And you have a knife. So, I don't know. This is kind of feature complete. <laughs> what do you think? So a watch. I'm... A watch. He could, he could add like a nerdy geometric watch you know just yeah but they don't make a... watches with like ultim dial furniture yet or so. they could just to go with the geometric theme they could just add like a you know casually add a royal royal oak to this thing and just keep ah uh, sure yeah some texture <laughs> yeah and the 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 bezel and octagon um, if you're uh, driving a yeah, Jaguar, I you mean, can probably... How, how expensive... Yeah, exactly. I'm sure... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I... Spoilers. I've... Since I'm the moderator of this, I've already seen the comments. But um, somebody asked, what titanium pen are you going to get? Because this a titanium pen seems like something this person mm. would enjoy. Um, and then... No idea. Not sure that I will. So, oh, he's going to work with a F701, which is sick because that is kind of a, a high-low, right? You got like all this high end, more expensive gear, and then you got love for the Zebra F seven zero one, which is like one of the best value budget pens, alongside like Parker Jotter Fisher Space Pen. It's like really good uh, Japanese make that, though. That's so. a really good thing to point out that it's a high low, and this this guy is a real one because he could have gotten like a super custom bit driver, but like the um, big idea design. Is a is a general market product and Para Three mm -hmm. is is a is like a regular product, but he levels it up with with his mods and to keep yep. in the theme of the textures and and all the other stuff. So yeah, really nice, like you said, high low, expensive and affordable, and just making it your own and you know, banger, super yeah, like super super sick, definitely a banger. Um, oh, if I if I I have already uploaded this, so I'm not going to. And then I did ask. Uh, I asked in the comments, um, if you had to pick just one titanium or ultim, and then he says, luckily I don't have to choose. So, mm -hmm. you know, good on you for that. Um, good let's move on to the next one. And this one is from still idea nine, four, nine, five. And what do we got going on here? Ooh, this color though. Look at that. Yeah. This is like a Marine blue with a, like a matte titanium. I, wait a second. I'm just noticing this etching think, on all I of think, them. Yeah, I think I, we just noticed it at the same time. It's all the same design. Yeah. It's this night guy. That's really cool. Because when I first saw this photo, I originally thought I've seen this custom graphic um, design on like a Chris Reeve knife. You know how he does custom designs for the yeah, yeah. Sabendas? And then I realized, wait a minute, this is a, this is a Spyderco. And then... At the same time as you, I just noticed it's the same pattern on all of the. Could, could he be the one making this? Let's check the tapes. Uh, let's check the comments. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's see what, what the comments are. Well, we got the classic. Wait, do you actually carry all this? Just somebody questioning. like, And they said, honestly, no, I carry much more. Damn, Giga Chad right there. 
He is him. Uno Those are it. just my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uno reversed it. Um, ah, so there, he had these, it engraved. Apparently, these scales are engraved by uh, ASZ Knife Maker on Etsy. Custom engravings, also the pry bar. So yeah, let's Ooh. let's just look real really quickly again. Like the Zippo is engraved with this pattern. Um, what is this? Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Another. Is this a pair of three? It looks like a pair of oh, three. Also... Oh, God, I, I just have to point out the beads is the armored titan. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so if this guy, if this guy has Attack on Titan beads here, which is the armored titan, which is an anime reference, this is also probably some anime thing. Um, yes, and because so. Not to out myself as somebody who watches anime, who would ever do that? But this, when I first saw this, I thought of uh, King Arthur from like the Fate series. Okay, I don't know if you okay. know what I'm talking about. No, no, King no, no. Arthur. Okay, so in in that anime, there's like a character that's like this blonde girl uh, with a big ass sword. She's like hella strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious who this is, but regardless, I can appreciate the synergy of just like I have this you know, design that I love and I'm just going to have it customized on everything. Oh, another thing to point out, look at those tools in the Swiss army knives, the, the push-in tools. They are the same mm. color as that teal. Oh yeah. They must be, this I guy is if they're like painted cooking. or, yeah. Or like red dyed or something. I don't know how that would work. Um, it's so uniform, yeah. like perfectly colored. What wow, dang. Also, let's not, let's not, it's, it, this is another high-low. You've got your Fisher Space Pen, you've got your regular Olight, mm-hmm. and then paired with like the Leatherman Arc, which is like the ultra top end. So another yeah. high-low situation here. Really good. The curation then, of this is just insane. <laughs> I also appreciate the backdrop being mm. probably like a Hank or something that has like their EDC on it, which is exactly. like kind of funny. Um, so... With the Trinity Pretty on cool. it. Look at that knife, yeah, yeah. multi-tool, and a flashlight. Yeah. And another Swiss Army knife just for fun. But it does look like an Olight. Okay, so let, let's, let's yeah, try yeah, to identify this. I don't know this knife. This is probably some kind of Leatherman wave or something similar. This yeah. looks like an Olight S something baton and then a, mm. a Swiss Army knife. True, right? true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We're going in, that knife is. We're going in deep and enhancing on the, yeah, yeah. On the, the background back. details. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is fun to just look at EDC stuff and then just dissect it and, and appreciate it. That's kind of why this gets like, you know, 70 upvotes. So very solid EDC. And it's yeah. just funny that, uh, you know, like when you look at this, it's like, yeah, a bunch of cool gear. This could make sense as somebody's practical EDC, but it doesn't surprise me uh, that it's not exactly their full EDC. Like yeah, the, yeah. They would carry more. And there's yeah. probably like um like also awesome engraving and like everything's probably color matched and titanium and everything like that too. Um but for me, I think this is probably a bit much uh personally I wouldn't carry a Zippo or like two Swiss Army knives. I would just pick one. And then probably wouldn't have a pry bar if I have a Leatherman Arc and a pair of three. Like th- this is like so much functionality right here already. I would put a, a, a attack. T- I mean, a armor titan bead and everything though. That is ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite titan funny. too. That's cool. Cool. 
So thank you to Still Idea 94.95 and uh, everyone and your participation on our subreddit. And then lastly, I'm just going to jump into some of our Discord member submissions. Mm -hmm. So we have this one from BSOD, I mm. believe. And uh, they listed out everything on here, but I think you can take a guess of what everything is because I don't have those notes up in front mm. of me. Okay, so really nice synergy with everything we've been talking about today. Number one, talking about, we're talking about a G-Shock. This is a G-Shock okay. with a titanium bezel on a NATO adapter so he can use it yeah. with, the, with the NATO strap. So synergy from the start of the discussion. Number two, that's another Raylite pine mini pineapple flashlight. Mm -hmm. That's Without in the, the more, uh -huh. yeah. This is the more common um, common knurling pattern in that one. Number three, another big idea design tool in the corner lower left corner. That's their mm -hmm. knife, I believe. That's the yeah the TI utility knife. Oh, so it's a utility knife. Oh, cool. so it's like a box cutter. Yeah, so it's another oh, premium nice. and flipper. it's got this low-profile flipper tab. Yeah, that's right, very right. sick. And my personal favorite in this, it's the around square wearable bracelet. That's the, one? that one in the lower left. Yeah, so that is a yeah. It's the mini Sigma in titanium. So that's like a titanium bracelet based on like meditation slash prayer beads, which prayer is beads, kind of yep. yeah, which is and it's also something you can fidget with. Um, you can there there are actual tricks you can do with this with this kind of form factor that you can kind of swing it around and do tricks and flip it around your fingers and stuff, and another version of like a low profile caddy or or like a pouch where you can mm -hmm. consolidate like this is another big idea design pen I believe. Um, oh no, it's a whistle. Apparent. Oh no, sorry, the whistle is oh, the one in the in the. I think the this is the whistle used as yeah, a zipper yeah. pull. That's which right. Is very clever. Yep. And what is this? That's that's the whistle. Oh, this this is the whistle? Then what is yeah. this? Just like a, a tritium fob locator thing as a zipper e pull? Yes, that is a, a countycom tritium cage as a zipper pull uh, okay. with a with a TI split ring also. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I like the attention to detail, like mm. swapping out all the hardware. That's right. Yeah. So one thing that I like to emphasize and prioritize when it comes to EDC gear is anything that involves touch points. So anything that you're like directly interfacing with, with your body, like that can, you can upgrade that and it's probably going to be worth it because it's like a very real tactile experience, right? So if it's just something like opening zippers and you have like this bigger, easier to hold and easier to locate in the dark kind of zipper pull, like why not do that? You don't have to go that, you know, expensive or I actually don't know how much that costs, but I imagine it's like more expensive than just getting, say, like a piece of paracord in your favorite color and then just looping that in and you just have like a more robust zipper pull. You know, that's maybe a tip for some of you guys to uh, take away from this. And speaking of interfacing and stuff that touches on your body, like just replacing the strap on the G-Shock is, is a huge thing because the NATO strap, strap would be more secure and a lot more comfortable for a lot of people and yes. yeah and being able to swap out the regular maybe bulky or hot like regular silicone um i don't even know if it's silicone it's, it's the rubber bracelet i think it's regular, a resin strap the resin yeah. yeah there you go resin um strap on the regular g-shocks just to make it more lightweight and also allows it to lay flat like that instead of just like curled up on the desk 
yeah. yeah so really cool modern that watch also yeah and i was gonna say because like so i'm you know like i mentioned earlier i'm wearing a, a square and mm. uh the like the lug to lug on these are, are like kind of long already mm. um just it's just a big case design right so when you add the adapter uh and especially for like my metal square um the the first end link does not art articulate so mm. it's even bigger on your wrist because it doesn't bend down but then if you add right. these adapters and then you go with a strap then like that will taper down a lot better probably fit more comfortably on the wrist and then you just now have access to a bunch of different looks and on wrist experiences and and feels because you can switch between different straps yeah nope i mean fully another fully comprehensive we got a we got like a complete functionality between um, knife and a watch. Another Trinity. We got a light knife and a watch with also some fun fidgety stuff on the side. So, yeah, big fan. And titanium, of course. Nice. Yeah, Classic. lots of titanium. Maybe, lots we're of maybe over indexed on titanium at this point. Yeah. So, let's see, some aluminum see what the, let's see what the next one. The, this is our final submission again from Discord. And this is from Adam R., I believe. Uh, no, it's from David. Oh, R. sorry. Sorry, David R., yes. Yeah. Um, what, what do we got going on here? Um, number one, could the watch be a little tight on David? I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> I'm kind no, of... the watch is fine. David's just too swole here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Speaking of, like, armored titans. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> number one, this is a really... Um, I want to say this is a really a kind of like a sleeper um mm -hmm. sleeper EDC because it doesn't look like it from the onset compared to some of the other stuff you might see but this is some really high quality stuff that he is displaying here. Um yeah, can you say more? Yeah, so number 1 is the flashlight is the Akluma DC0 and that Ooh. is a custom flashlight. It's custom titanium and it's one of the really one of kind of like one of the best ones you can get in the double a form factor it's completely handmade mm -hmm. it's made in the usa it's a some some would say it's a little kind of like basic but i think it's the it's like the ultimate basic of of a titanium mm -hmm. flashlight that's also still kind of compact and really good for edc and again there's a whole story behind it the okluma is a really good company really high end and and all of that and is there just like so i'm not familiar and maybe the rest of our audience isn't but is there just, you know, one maybe bullet point that what sets Akuma apart as a really high-end thing if their design looks, like, fairly basic? One thing I've heard is just, like, the fit and finish of it in addition to also, like, aftermarket support. Like, I have seen oh. I have seen their creator, uh, like, the people behind Akuma going into other discords and then helping support people who are buying their lights on the secondary. They're, like... Send it back to us. We'll give it a polish. We'll give it like a spa treatment, and we'll send like completely wow. free, like after sales stuff. They're a little harder to get, and since it's like handmade in the USA, machined in the USA, mm. it's a you know it it fetches a higher price. But I think from everything I've heard, the quality is is warranted, and it's like it's still one of the best like AA size lights you can get. And also the same for the pen that's... I, I'm going to skip over the knife just real quick. But that pen is, I believe, the um, Grimsmo... Oh my gosh, I, I'm blanking on the name. This is the Grimsmo pen. 
another made in the um it's the saga i believe is the name of the pen okay um and what makes what makes it stand apart in addition to like the full titanium i believe that that could be an extra material around the the plunger the plunger i believe is pressure sensitive like it's it, it's not your usual knock mechanism and i believe that's mm-hmm. what makes it like super enthusiast and kind of unique in that construction i'm not familiar with the actual mechanism behind it but i i know that it is a special kind of like plunger some okay. vacuum some vacuum pressure type thing interesting yeah, yeah 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 and i'm not familiar with the lighter standard zippo form factor with a bunch of like little bits um little nice touches i don't know if that's like an anodized titanium screw that's holding it together could it be it looks like it yeah it, it looks like, an anod- like what would be in a knife or something yeah that's right and yeah last but not least I, it looks like a my guess is it's a great Eastern cutlery, considering the level of quality of his other stuff. This mm. could be a great Eastern cutlery um, traditional knife, traditional slip yeah. joint in canvas micarta, and a nice like leather strap attached to it. So what are your thoughts about this, about this carry? I mean, as you're describing it, uh, you know, at first I'm like, yep, this is just like an honest work in edc but then now it seems to have some kind of like stealth wealth mm, factor to that's it that's a perfect uh, where this is, yeah. right where it's like oh if you know you know that these are like custom you know high quality high finish made in usa goods mm. uh they're a little bit hard to get but they're not like ostentatiously so mm. um so but just like on a functional level i do appreciate um something this this to me looks like an edc from you know when i first started that's right. Just like yeah. a, just like a cylindrical flashlight, uh, like a Barlow style knife, and a pen, and a lighter, and a hank, and then a yeah. Seiko. Like, Classic. Sick. Yeah, you're like you're done. Like this is end game. This isn't even stealth. Well, this is old rich. <laughs> this is oh old yeah, rich. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um. So, but this is cool. This is cool. I don't think we escaped titanium at all i think no. we had titanium in every submission so far that's so right. if you're not titanium pilled by now maybe next month you will be. <laughs> uh but we'll we'll see we'll see what what happens uh next month in what the trending submissions are going to be and last small detail his the coin that he's carrying is a pete's pirate life coin oh, i yeah. believe is this mckinnon that, yeah peter mckinnon yeah that's right he has yeah. his own like line of edc stuff and the skull and crossbones is his kind of, is his logo. So yeah, nice detail there. Probably part of that kind of side of EDC with like a, a more enthusiast or like the photography side of things also and like a little bit collectible oh, yeah. stuff. This yeah. is a great shot. And he also submitted uh, along with this photo, the behind the scenes. So it's like it shows his tripod and his, his camera setup and everything. Um, to oh, yeah. Okay. Shots. I yeah. can see the rest of his arm now. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. David's yeah. kind of jacked. Okay. okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Right. Yeah, so that's the real takeaway. I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah, could all work on some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that's all the submissions for today. Thank you, everyone that's been submitting to our communities. Um, if you didn't get featured, you know, maybe there's a chance in the next one. And again, you could check in the description for ways that you can participate and have your EDC potentially featured on the next Roundup episode. That just about wraps it up for today's episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show and tell. And if you did, please subscribe. If you're listening through a podcast service, 
props to you for sticking to the end here on a mostly <laughs> visual episode. Um, but if you really enjoy what we do here, please consider leaving a review and a positive rating as it really helps the podcast. You can follow us on social media for more content daily on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all of that will be listed below. If you want to be part of our EDC community, feel free to hop into our Facebook group or Discord server for more real-time discussion with other EDCers. Lastly, if you have any feedback for us or questions you want answered on the show, you can shoot us an email at podcast at everydaycarry.com. Thank you for listening to Carry the Way. I'm Bernard. I'm Mikey. And what's the next titanium thing you're going to buy? Who knows? Peace. <laughs> All right. <laughs>